Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I'm Colleen. I'm Neil. We're here to share with you all the sonic joy we can find, good news, and delightful moments. Beaming right to your ears from the Cards Against Humanity studio in Chicago. But first, here are a few bad things that won't happen today. If you start hearing voices, chances are you won't be getting electroshock therapy as a treatment. The planes haven't been farmed into a dust bowl. Colleen. Yeah. You used to do some clowning. Not a question. I know that's true. Yeah, I did. I was a clown. I was a white-faced clown. <laughs> <laughs> and and why did you get into clowning? I'll tell you. I, wa- I was a kid who had to... I was like a, a busy kid. Like I like to be doing things. And I think my mom like read in the newspaper that there was a clowning class. And she was just like, I'm going to sign her up for that because I needed something to do. The teacher liked me so much. She invited me to join her clowning troupe. Bit of a humble brag there. Yeah. No, oh, wait. Sorry. Not even a humble brag. Just a brag. Full on brag. <laughs> uh, so I did. I joined that clowning group and I was the youngest member and it was me and a bunch of, like, retired folks that were into clowning. And I met with them every Tuesday. And we did um, we did parades. We did uh, performances. We didn't do birthday parties or anything. That was beneath us. Oh, good. Right. Yeah. So, and well, my, you have to have standards. Totally. And, uh, yeah, my clowning name was Goggles. And Did you wear glasses? No, I didn't. And the where you get your clowning name from is like from some aspect of your life, like something that's important to you. And I was a swimmer, so I, I picked the name Goggles. That's cute. But uh, I mean, it's highly embarrassing because the pictures are horrifying. No, it's not embarrassing. I think clowning is very cool. And I've got a friend named Dean Evans out in L.A. who clowns, and he is super good at it. I spoke with him and asked him to clear up the classic rift between mimes and clowns. <laughs> so it's taught through technique, but it's a very sort of poetic and abstract art form. It's similar to, it's very, very similar to poetry, the relationship between poetry and, and say, prose. Uh, mime's relationship with theater and, and movement is, is very abstract. So you learn through technique. You learn technique, move like this, move like this, and all these different qualities. And then after a long period of time, it kind of slowly soaks in. Clowning is very difficult to define. There is no technique to it. You can make up techniques. Every clown teacher will kind of have a, an entryway. Some are physical, some are verbal, uh, some are spiritual. But the art of clown is is a it's a performance art in which you have a direct and immediate relationship with the audience, and I guess an interesting way to define it is to start by saying that every culture has clown. Every culture, there is Native Americans. Uh, Aborigine Australians, uh, Europeans, the, the training in general tends to be very Eurocentric uh, because it comes from that theater tradition and, and things like that. But every culture has a clown because it's very connected with this sort of the need of a village or a society to have some type of outlet of, I don't know, merriment, wonderment, I don't know. So, so Kaput, for example, was 
actually based on these Native American clowns called the Kashari, and our costumes were based on them. They look It looks like a very contemporary costume. It's a black and white striped costume with the antenna, and it looks very kind of contemporary, but very, very ancient. The Kashari, for example, were clowns of the Hopi and Zuni tribes of this kind of southwest. Their sort of tradition, the, the, the Kashari and the shaman, the healers, were one and the same. The, the sort of village healers or shaman, they were also the clowns. Um, and it was kind of a sacred process, but they would essentially go into the mountains They'd put on these costumes so they weren't recognizable, come down to the, into the village and do a type of clowning that's more satire, which in the Eurocentric sort of view of clown, that's called bouffant, which I also do, which is related to clown, but it's a type of satirical clown. Contemporary example would be like when Stephen Colbert, um, when he was doing he's Colbert when he was like a right-wing sort of character, mm. that would be like contemporary bouffant, sort of satirical kind of a satirical fool. Kaput was sort of based on that idea of a kind of sacred clown uh, coming down f out of the mountains, unrecognizable as a human, and having creating a shared experience in which you took problems from the society, the village, or whatever, and mocked them and, and sort of put them on display in a way that was accessible and enjoyable. And, you know, then after the show, people go, oh, wait a second, I do that. You know, much the same that, that satire, you know, serves now. Satire is really hip now. I feel like I know so much more about where clowning came from. I'm glad I was a part of it. Me too. Next time you see a clown, give them a high five or something. Yeah, don't be afraid of clowns. Clowns aren't scary. Are they? I think they're a little scary. Come on, really? I think clowns are frightening. Why? I don't what know. is that? What is it about? Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Great. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or an idea? Also great. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at the good news pod. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. Same place, same time, tomorrow. <laughs>